Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Music Mondays podcast. You guys know the drill, but if you don't and you're new here, welcome. This is episode 98 of the Music Mondays podcast. I'm your host, Zom Slays, founder of Music Mondays, and a whole other bunch of titles that uh, we don't need to talk about right now. So, hope everybody's well. Happy Monday. Um, good show for you planned tonight very very good show i have a couple topics to talk about um we're gonna go through reactions and reviews and we're gonna go through some updates and uh talk about what's good with music mondays and and uh what's coming up next so um let's hop right into updates man so what happened over the last week or so well First off, episode 97 of the Music Mondays podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts, including our YouTube channel, the home of the Music Mondays podcast. Um, Huge shout out to everybody that submitted, ran it up, showed love. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But yeah, if you missed it, definitely go check it out. Go show some love on the show last week. There's a new YouTube upload available on the music money's channel as well um i think a couple episodes um i spoke about twitter and the importance of other social medias and twitter's role in being an underground creative and things like that uh so definitely go check that out that's a really really good upload um don't sleep on that one a brand new article is available on allmusicmondays.com, the Music Mondays homepage. Uh, Raven, our Music Mondays staff writer, actually wrote a brand new review that you can that you can read right now on the Music Mondays homepage. Um, Raven reviewed a track off of Breakin's new album. Um, you know, short, sweet, to the point. Um, this was actually first, I, I, I think this was Raven's first published piece. Um, yeah, it was, it was. Um, but we've been talking details about future pieces, things like that. Um, and our writing staff is actually starting to become relatively stacked. Um, especially, um, the last couple times I got the chance to sit down with the staff and, and have a couple meetings and things like that. Um, the future is very promising as far as writing goes. Um, interviews, reviews, think pieces, things like that. Um, so definitely go check out the Music Money's homepage and go show some love to Raven's brand new review. Uh, SoundCloud Sunday. Volume 59 is available on our SoundCloud. The premier fucking SoundCloud playlist in the underground, man. Nobody is putting together a better playlist. I think I think it's time we actually claim that throne, right? I mean, 60 volumes this week will be pretty fucking legendary i'm not gonna lie to you so um definitely go show love to soundcloud sunday and if you have any friends right if you have any irl friends if you have people around you that listen to your music that need new music or you know just casual listeners that are looking for new shit show them soundcloud sunday man um especially if you're on it go put people on because uh that's that's probably um as good as you're gonna get for a not only soundcloud playlist but an underground playlist really uh so definitely go show uh soundcloud sunday volume 59 some love that was curated by myself and ivica glass our music monday's staff curator 
And of course, per usual, if you're interested in submitting for SoundCloud Sunday, this is open every Wednesday, so keep your eyes peeled. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and all social media at All Music Monday. <sighs> so yeah, lots of good content, lots of um, regular schedule drops, things like that. But let's talk about what's coming up for December, man, because holy shit. Like, when I tell you guys that I have um, content literally coming out of my fucking ears, it's the truth. Um, we have a lot going on to finish off the year for Music Mondays, especially for the podcast, especially for ideas for the staff. Um, we have a lot going on, man. So expect a lot of announcements, a lot of stuff being wrapped up, things like the foundation competition. Which, by the way, we'll talk about that for a second. Um, the foundation competition actually uh, got less vocal submissions than we anticipated. Uh, so we're going to take the vocal submissions that we do have and select a winner. Um, and then the winner will have their track hosted by Music Mondays. We'll show it a bunch of love. Uh, create cover art if they want to. Fully promote it and things like that. So that's what's going on with the foundation project. Um, but... I have a lot of really good stuff planned, but before we get into that, um, our monthly releases are gonna come at you really, really fast. Um, in case you missed it, monthly is pretty much done for November, so expect that within the next week. Um, Dose of Daybreak by our staff DJ Michael Jones is ready to go, so expect that within the next week. Um, Feature Friday and Workshop Wednesday are also in the works. I have Feature Friday booked with a very special guest. I won't leak that now, but Feature Friday will be happening after Christmas. So most definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, Workshop Wednesday is already planned. I just haven't scheduled a date with our guest. Um, Ayavika is also working on the breakdown episodes two and three. So yeah <laughs> lots of really really good stuff coming at you really fast throughout the month and then on top of that the music monies awards um the music monies awards is something that i've been really really plotting out hard uh, me and the staff have um started having discussions about categories uh nominees things like that this is definitely like a um sort of just a fun thing to do for the community uh, you could compare it to like, you know, top 100 song lists or some shit like that. Or, you know, the underground Grammys or something. Um, just something fun for the community to recognize people's years and what they did throughout, you know, all of 2022. And, you know, people who submitted to the podcast, best podcast moments, things like that. So expect more information on the Music Mondays Awards ASAP, Rocky. I also have our staff designer, Aster coming on the show in about two weeks so if you don't know aster is our longtime, pretty much lead designer um that designed our wonderful brand new music mondays podcast logo but on top of that um aster has been killing it from all angles but aster actually hit me in the dm today and asked if he could come on the podcast to talk about ai generated art to which i was like absolutely like what the fuck but um Aster is also located in Germany, so the time zone differences are going to be a bit weird. So if you see the Music Mondays podcast live, obviously we'll announce it and 
let everybody know in advance but if you see the show live on a monday a couple hours earlier um that'll be the reason why so huge shout out to aster um that's definitely something that i was really really interested in getting on the show because aster is a very very talented designer um so uh, I'm, I'm for sure interested in hearing their takes on ai generated art and we can have a really really good segment about that but yeah um that's all december man that is literally all december and then 2023 we're gonna start off hot um expect a little refresh around music mondays <sighs> expect um expect a lot of good stuff rolling into 2023 but we won't worry about that right now um we gotta bang out all this stuff for december so definitely keep your eyes peeled cole what's good baby welcome on in hope you're well happy monday welcome 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 my friend so that's it for updates you guys know the drill let's have a little conversation um i had mentioned this week that um i have a lot of topics to discuss now i've written down a lot of a lot of fucking ideas um as far as um you know segments to talk about on music mondays lots of really kind of small stuff lots of good talking points but the one i want to talk about today that i think we're gonna spend a couple minutes on is people being genuine in a creative space so what do i mean by that well there's been something i've noticed that is really always been a thing i guess um but a lot of artists and a lot of creators have this kind of problem they consistently run into right where they're taking their art serious whether it be design production vocals youtube content streaming whatever right and they're taking it serious and and they're trying to make a career out of it and they're like okay like i'm building a brand whatever whatever and they'll sort of like run into people that don't have the same mindset and when i say that it, it, it's kind of like a case-by-case -case basis because everybody creates for like a different reason but after a certain point you either sort of know you're gonna do this long term whatever it is or it's more of just like a hobby to you and it's something that you just like enjoy doing on the side not like work right and i notice a lot of creatives that are really trying to like put in a lot of work whether it be my own artists my friends the music monday staff people that i've seen in the gaming and speedrunning space um it's all one and the same i've really noticed but people always encounter others that really like weigh them down for instance you know i know a lot of people have had a problem you know um someone's lacking on a feature someone doesn't get their work in on time um and people just kind of like have their priorities all fucked up and i think that is like a real hindrance to a lot of people 
And like I said, don't get me wrong, like everybody has life issues, right? Whether it be family, work, moving, fucking personal shit, you name it. I've pretty much seen it all at this point, especially in the creative space. But to really break through, right, and become what your vision is and like your sort of perfect idea of what you are as an artist a lot of people like reach that ceiling as to where like they're like okay like how do i improve like how do i break through this and you'll notice like there's people that just sort of aren't like that like they'll just kind of be you know willy-nilly kind of daydreamy just not putting in work yet they'll be surrounded by people that are fucking like 12 hours a day type shit and you know I, I i say this lightly because it's a, it's it's a, it's a real topic that is kind of a case by case basis right like everybody's different like there are so many people that like want to create but like don't have the time or they have kids or you know their recording space isn't ideal like there are so many cases you could bring up with this but at the end of the day like you kind of got to make that decision for yourself and like get out of your own way as to where you know if you know that this isn't long term for you like just support people instead of like trying to be involved with things that you know are like way out of your scope and it's like you know you could apply that to anywhere you know people not showing up for shows the feature situation um people not showing up for events like and they're like oh uh my car broke down and you know my this my that bro ain't nobody trying to hear that man like especially in this creative space as to where like you truly have to be working like 24 7 and like really love it though like it's not it's not like supposed to be the, the, the like this monotonous robotic work like you genuinely should be enjoying it otherwise like you got to switch something up and when those people kind of mix with the ones that are like kind of in limbo they don't look like really know what they're going to do with their creative career it's like man like that's just not good you know what i mean so just kind of be aware of those people and sort of understand how to read them and it's not like they're doing anything bad or malicious but it's more so like that is sort of you know a big catalyst to your own productivity and work ethic right like if you're waiting on you know this that and the third like that's affecting you in in the long term like youtube videos for instance like if you're waiting on an editor like that kind of shit is just it's just unacceptable you know what i mean like like people should be on the same wavelength just for purely like a productivity standpoint like you can just get much more done if you're surrounded by people that are like-minded and like you'll see it all the time like like even like bigger people um and veterans will tell you this that you need to be surrounded by people that truly want the same thing that you want otherwise like you'll start you'll just start noticing you're not putting in your time where it should be you know so that's a very very important topic don't let them hear you say it's work well see that's the thing though like a lot of people kind of get that skewed and want to hold on to like that art aspect and like don't get me wrong like i'm the first person to tell you like this is art and you should be creating from the heart but after a certain point like you're either going to treat this like a job or you're not and 
you know, performing shows, selling merch, doing features, recording new tracks, like, that is your work, you know what I mean? Like, whether you want to call it work or not, like, you kind of got to have that, like, real grind set to, like, really understand that, like, okay, like, if I'm not going to treat this like work, like, I'm going to have to go work somewhere else for somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to go work at Walmart or McDonald's or anywhere else just as hard and it's still going to be work but the thing is with creatives and we sort of spoke about this a couple of weeks ago um where we were talking about like you know comparing like regular nine to five jobs to like being a full-time creative and that's the thing with that is like you do genuinely like create your own hours if you are a full-time creative right you know, for some people, it's meetings in the morning, content during the day, streaming at night, you know, whatever the case is. But, like, a lot of that scheduling is, like, based on your own schedule. Like, you're creating that yourself. Like, that's, like, the security of, like, the regular kind of 9 to 5 route as to where you know you're going to get 40 hours. You know when you're going to work. You know that, like, you're always going to have a paycheck. Whereas to where if you're trying to be a full-time creative and live off of what you do, that's sort of the aspect as to where you're going to have to hustle some nights harder. You're going to have a break, you know, more often than regular people. So, like, you know, everybody, quote-unquote, like, has to work. But um, it doesn't take away from art being art. You know what I mean? It's just, like, a different level from sort of, like, being, like, a hobbyist. Because, like, it's not, like, 1875 anymore where, like, people are, like, painting in a field and everything's just kind of chill. Like, no, like, art is very much monetized now. And that's a very good opportunity for people that are extremely talented, you know? And, and I think everybody deserves that right to be able to um, not only monetize themselves, but just have that chance and ability. So, like, when you get around those people that sometimes don't have, like, the same scope as you, it's sort of, like... It, it, it's such a hindrance and, and, and like i hate to say it because like a lot of those people right like a lot of those people that are like <clears throat> like not as passionate as you or maybe like you know just don't put in as much work like they're always like the nicest fucking people like like that's the thing with that you know what i mean like they're not doing anything wrong by not taking it as serious or not you know working as hard or grinding as hard as like anybody else but it's like you can't work with that if you're trying to do this full time right so like that's a very very um important topic and and it's probably something that'll never go away right like you could probably find that in any job that you work but um speaking from like a creative standpoint that's definitely something that i do see a lot and um you know just recognize it when you do see it and you're like shit like this guy's like totally like not taking this as serious as i am so let me just fucking you know do this one feature or send this one beat and, and just be done with it you know what i mean because sometimes that's what you got to do it's, it's 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 a very like collaborative space and um it's very important that you surround yourself with like-minded people so yeah interesting topic interesting topic for sure um we can always shoot more shit about that. I, I always love talking about uh, shit like that because, you know, even myself, right? Like, being full-time, um, 
I I'd say since probably 2020, I've been not only full time streaming but um full time media management, full time fucking everything to be honest with you, um and like even myself like I've definitely encountered that a couple times as to where it's like all right like this guy's definitely not <clears throat> like doesn't want it as bad you know what I mean like. There are people out here that are just working their fucking ass off. You know what I mean? And that's why that they're in the positions that they're in. And to sit there and, like, think that, like, you couldn't do that is, is just ludicrous. You know what I mean? So that's why you gotta take that shit um, serious if, if that's where you want to go. So, very important, my friends. Very, very important. So, um, that was one of the many topics that I wanted to discuss on the show. Um... Just because, you know, like I said, you do see it a lot, and, and it's and it's something that's very, like, you know. It's a common thing, right? It's, 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 it's a very common thing. And not a bad thing by any means, but definitely, like, there's, like, ways to navigate around it, I would say. But, yeah, um, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to comment down below what you think. Feel free to, um... Give me your thoughts, feel free to drop any topics you want to see us talk about, things like that. But, um, let's hop right into reviews. So, um, definitely a couple things to talk about here. So, per usual, if you're interested in submitting to the Music Mondays podcast, submissions are live every Tuesday, always in the same format. Artists and creative submissions are open for live reviews on Music Mondays, live on 125 22 at 7pm Eastern Standard which is here and now. If you'd like to submit your music, artwork, fashion, or digital creation, drop your links and portfolios below. All art forms are welcome. So, contrary to our name, a lot of you guys know this, um, we also react and review anything from digital art, um, paintings, edits, visuals, instrumentals, uh, fashion, merch, anything that you feel that you're working on as an underground creative, definitely feel free to submit it. Um, but one other thing that a lot of people miss, and, you know, if it wasn't for Twitter's character limit, this would be in the main tweet. But the only thing that we do ask, per usual, since we do not accept any payments for playlists, uh, articles, podcast slots, interviews, things like that, just follow the Music Money's homepage on Twitter. Uh, that'll be... It, it, that's, like, really the only thing that'll, like, make you eligible, um, just because we don't accept payments, things like that, because we always get those questions, like, every once in a while. And, um, you know, like I was saying today, uh, Music Money is... is here to preserve the underground, but also serve people the latest underground content. And if we were sort of taking from the underground and really like trying to gain like financial freedom from hardworking artists that barely have anything to their name, trying to chase their dream, that doesn't really make us shit, to be honest with you. And like every other platform does that, like respectfully. That's why I've never done that because it doesn't really do anything for the scene and it will forever like water down your platform you know because if like joe schmo can pay me 20 bucks for an interview what does that matter you know what i mean like that's why like 
I'm 91 articles deep, and I've never made a dime off of any of them. Just because of that fact. Like, sure, I've, I've, I've gained things in other areas, right? Whether it be connections, friends, you know, other shit. But to say that, yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, hustling articles, like, like, fucking bags of fucking gas, bro? Like, no. No way, man. Um, so no platform that I work for or have ever created will ever do that. Um, a lot of Music Monday's revenue comes from our Twitch stream, things like our Spotify podcast, partnerships, um, paid advertisements. If, you know, somebody wanted to come on the show and advertise something, that's fine as well. But, um, our main content is very, very exclusive and, um, we'll be the ones reaching out to you if, um, we ever create content. But with that said, there's always ways to contact us via email to pitch yourself. So if you're like, yo, I got this new track out, I'm, I'm going to go see what's up with an interview. Definitely feel free to email us or pitch yourself to any of our writers as well. All of our writers are available on allmusicmoney.com. Go check out the contact page. Go hit up one of our writers if you're trying to pitch yourself. But yeah, um, that's that on my friends. Like, you know, like I said, the system might change you know, depending on how quickly Music Mondays grows. But the philosophy will forever stay the same. Um, will forever be for the underground. And, and this is more um, of your go-to for the underground without feeling like you got to be blocked by, like, a paywall. So, yeah, that's why we ask that. You know what I mean? That's, that's you know, in my opinion, the least you could do. Just follow the page, support the platform. Uh, tell your friends, you know, because not only are you supporting our platform, but you're also um, supporting other creators, right? Um, like, all these people in submissions, like, these are your mutuals, you know what I mean? Like, these are very, very much hardworking creatives that are your peers. So, this is definitely not some, like, shit you wouldn't want to be a part of. This is definitely important. And per usual, submissions close a couple hours before the show. So you have about, uh, you know, six days or so um, to submit your track. Usually they'll close um, on a Monday, but if we get packed with submissions, very rarely you'll see them close on a Sunday. Very rarely. Um, but yeah, that's that on that, my friends. So, um, of course, if you have any other questions, feel free to check out our website or send us a DM or email. So, let's hop right in. I believe we have a decent amount of submissions for you guys. So, let's break this shit down. Lots of classics, lots of first-time submissions um lots of good stuff so first up is the homie thomas marcus thomas has been putting in work i've been noticing uh thomas truly has been really just grinding instrumentals and i see thomas really putting in the work but thomas is also a producer that like i always say really treats himself like an artist and, and really gives himself an opportunity to um really grow their brand and, and like just present themselves as an artist so this week they submitted a track titled Midnight Ride. 
let's pop this open a new tab and we'll check this out. So, let's see here. Covers gas per usual. I've been liking like the anime direction that uh, Thomas has been going in. Love the Thomas Marcus logo on there. You're good to go. Tagged lo-fi as well. Let's check this out. Thomas Marcus, Midnight Ride. I think drums really shine on this one, for sure. I definitely like the drum slide. But, uh, let's break this one down. So. Uh, no vocals. We're gonna talk about two things here. We're gonna talk about the instrumental and talk about the overall theme of Midnight Ride. So, I'm definitely getting a big lo-fi vibe here. You definitely get the standard Thomas Marcus um, melodies as far as guitars go, for sure. Um, that's one thing you can always expect with a Thomas Marcus track is, um, those real just emotional guitars, truly. Um, but 
underneath all that, this is really wrapped around a nice mix. Uh, that's what kind of made me notice the drums. So Shining Star here for me, absolutely got to be the drums. I love the selection. I love the structure and arrangement, to be honest with you. Um, this definitely takes like a more... I don't want to say like hip-hop style, but it definitely has like a select few like hip-hop elements for sure that really kind of give it that different uh, crispiness. So this is perfect. And then the length is excellent as well, clocking in at 247, so not bad at all. Um, definitely just another a variation of a Thomas Marcus track that'll really make you relax, for sure. Like, you could take, like, ten of these and really have a fucking vibey playlist. For sure you'll be kicking back. So, this one goes right in that category for me. But, like I said, Shining Star, definitely the drums. I love the arrangement. I love the sound selection. Let's talk a little bit about the theme here. Now, Obviously, aesthetically, like I said, I've been liking the sort of anime direction that Thomas has been going in. Uh, but this one in particular definitely represents Midnight Ride to me, right? You see a track named Midnight Ride, you look at the cover, you're like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, pretty self-explanatory there. But Midnight Ride, like the title itself, this definitely feels like one of those, like, lone wolf kind of tracks as to where... I, I wouldn't say it's like a like a highway kind of description as to where you're just you know 3 a.m type shit and you're just cruising but this one's a little harder to put my finger on but i would definitely say it gives that like lone wolf like solo ride kind of deal much like the picture represents definitely but i don't immediately get the feeling of like a true midnight ride but I definitely get something like that for sure. But all in all, excellent. Excellent. Well done, Thomas. Thank you for the submission, homie. Much, much motherfucking love. And of course, make sure you follow Thomas Marcus on SoundCloud. Thomas is 8 away from 170. Go show Thomas some love, man. And of course, make sure you follow Thomas Marcus 075 on Twitter. Thomas is uh, 7 away from 40. Another great milestone for Thomas. So... Per usual, you guys know the drill. Every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube upload. And of course, subscribe to the Music Mondays YouTube channel if you have not already. We are approaching 90 subscribers. We are well on our way. And a huge shout out to everybody that already has subscribed to the Music Mondays YouTube channel. I see you supporting the drops and thank you. So, go show this channel and go show these artists some love. Um, up next we got the homie Dread, but I think I want to say this is a visual. So we'll get through, we'll get through the audio first, and then we'll come back to visuals for sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely got a visual there. Okay, yeah. All right, so we'll dip right back into audio, and then um, we'll do our media because I believe Offspring has a submission here as well. So after that, we have the homie Cole Gerard, who I believe is in the chat right now as well. Uh, Cole submitted a track titled Tidal Wave. And Cole is, is just a jack of all arts, to be honest with you. Cole um, is a wizard with engineering, production, art, vocals. Cole is definitely uh, an artist you totally should keep your eyes on as far as 
um, a good work ethic and somebody that really has like a, a very, very high ceiling for sure. But like I said this week, they submitted a track titled Tidal Wave. And Cole said in the caption, my box and guitar, homies guitar and bass and harmony midi mix and master both <laughs> mini drums, treble heavy beware on top of everything else. I'm going to drop some more minuscule 2023. Interesting. So let's see here. Let's check out the Spotify page. No Spotify. We don't want premium. Interesting. Okay. So what? This is like some duo shit. From what I'm understanding. Okay. Wow. Alright, so this is definitely interesting. Definitely not what I was expecting. At all. 2021, so... Um, not brand new, but definitely not old whatsoever. So, Minish School, Cold Gerard, Tidal Wave. Let's get into it. What the fuck?
What the fuck? Holy shit. Guitar is crazy. That's about like what? Oh, it's good, Jared. I hope you're well. I hope you're well, my friend. Jesus Christ. That was not only very impressive, but what the fuck? That was really not what I was expecting at like at all. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Couple really good talking points here. So let's hop right into this. Um, we're gonna talk about three things. We're gonna talk about the instrumental. All of them. And we're gonna talk about vocals and we're gonna talk about the overall theme of Tidal Wave. Wow. Okay. So where do we begin, right? Um, so let's talk about the instrumental, like I said. Referring back to the caption, now that we've listened to it, my Vox and guitar, homies guitar, and bass and harmony MIDI, plus mix and master. Like, holy shit. Both on MIDI drums. Treble heavy, beware. On top of everything else, gonna drop some more minuscule 2023. That's like... That is really, really fucking crazy. Me and Reese switched between rhythm and lead several times. Holy shit. Yeah, so back to the profile. Um, based out of Fort Collins, made by Cole and Reese. So that's like... It's actually insane. So this is like a real kind of... Uh, for all our audio listeners out there, the ones that don't watch on YouTube... This kind of caught me off guard because Cole has always shown us his solo work and, and um, you know, engineering work and things like that. But this was like some shit I had no idea about. So back to the instrumental point. One thing I suppose we should just get right out the fucking way is um, the mix. Obviously a Cole mix and master, but the mix is just very, 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 very fucking crisp. Um, nothing's clashing to overbearing. I like how the vocals sit. I really, really like every instrument really just kind of, um, like just in harmony, like everything really kind of complements each other extremely well on this track, like really, really well. But one thing I also like is the arrangement. Um, I, I really, really like the arrangement on this a lot. I truly feel like that was, like, a big part of this. Especially with, like, independent, like, heavier music. I feel like even for new listeners, like, say they don't listen to heavier shit, right? I feel like new listeners can grasp onto shit like that, like, much easier if they sort of have something to, like, understand so if you put that like roller coaster structure where the song is just always progressing 
I feel like you could get like a lot of new listeners or even just like regular metal heavy heads that really, really enjoy that heavy sound. Uh, because wow, 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 wow. So instrumental, extremely, extremely solid. All the instruments played were fucking nuts. Um, I'm going to keep referring back to the caption because there is a lot in this track that we can't sleep on at all. Donnie, what's good, my friend? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you're well. Happy Monday. Um, so yeah, instrumental is really, really fucking out of this world. Um, probably one of the most like skill heavy things I've seen Cole do. And that isn't really a knock on anything else. Other than the fact that I know that this shit was probably so difficult at some points. Um, to get really this heavy sound to become so crisp. I really feel like this shows a lot to Cole's skill. And like I said, this was really dropped in 2021. You know what I mean? So Cole's really done nothing but progress. So the instrumental really says a lot there. Now. Vocals. Vocals, vocals, vocals. Artwork is a painting Reese has. It's a... Wait, what? Nah, you're bugging. No, it's not. Holy shit. Alright, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about theme and aesthetic in a minute because that's actually fucking crazy. That's actually crazy. Vocals, um, we've had some experience with Cole's heavier vocals. Reese, obviously, we've um, had little experience here on the show. So that was really like our first exposure to everything but cole we've heard some heavier vocals from so you could almost like see the potential there right and i i remember i remember vividly saying that as to where um you know i i think one week cole submitted like a heavier track and i was like damn those vocals are really well done like i wonder what cole would sound like on, on like a complete heavy sort of like alternative metal kind of style and here we are like it was already available reese mix and mastered all this including my vocals definite info for trying to keep my shit clean damn shout out reese shout out reese yeah so with the vocals man well fucking done well fucking done yeah because everything on here is just like extremely extremely fucking crisp Wow, shout out to Reesman. That's really, really fucking impressive. But like I said, I think Shining Star for me, um, including the instrumental and the vocals, was the structure here. I feel like the structure was so fucking well put together. Um, just the progression with all the instruments and the variety just it, it it once again really kept that roller coaster feel, but truly told a story, right? Like you're really listening to these vocals and you're like, holy shit. So instrumental, really, really insane. Vocals, really well done. I love the structure of everything. Let's talk about the theme. Um, aesthetically, now, a Cole mentioned artwork is a painting Reese has. It's fire from a statue artist. So what the fuck? You know, especially for a track titled Tidal Wave, even though this is the album cover, I do feel like the track Tidal Wave really is super symbolic with this. The lighthouse, the detail, the grain on it sort of grays and then you have this like metal font that is is very like unique in the aspect that like it's very well used especially on a cover like this that's very like i wouldn't call it like chaotic it's somewhat peaceful you know so aesthetically i do feel like this is fucking nailing this theme you know what i mean especially with the other track titles right consume drown drifting like come on definitely kept up with a really really good sort of ocean aquatic theme there 100 percent 
self-titled as well um which is really really dope i i, I like self i i like uh self-titled shit depending on like what it is right but the overall theme i feel like is really like well done like i said with all the like ocean kind of like aquatic water kind of themes touched here um down to the track titles down to the aesthetic um and even the vocals like just the way the hook is like really utilized i just am like wow so this was really really fucking impressive really impressive down to the theme you could literally break this down like that's what's really really fucking dope well fucking done cole well done my friend very very impressive huge shout out to cole for the submission make sure you follow minuscule on spotify make sure you follow cole gerard on twitter at cole gerard cole is two away from 40 go get this go get cole to 40 man god damn it and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the youtube re-upload so make sure you're subscribed to the music money's youtube channel if you haven't already we're approaching 90 subscribers huge shout out to everybody that already has subscribed to the channel i see you running up the drops we love you. Thank you. So, let's fucking continue on, my friends. Kojak, what's good? Welcome, welcome. I hope, I hope you're well. Happy Monday. Mark, what's good? Just got home. Thank God. Let's get it. Happy Monday. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, dog. Excited to share the other tracks. Let's fucking go, Cole. I'm down. I'm definitely down. Let's get it, baby. So, um... Dread, we're gonna wrap back around to. Thomas, you're good. Oh, we're good. Uh, Seth, aka Fruity Chorus. Now, we've re reacted and reviewed uh, Seth one other time here on the show, and it was quite the pleasure. So, I have no doubt in my mind that Seth really nailed this um, next track. Like, like, I have really, really no doubt in my mind. So, let's pop this open in a new tab, and we'll get some first impressions here. I heard what you said about self-titled, but I like to resent the album titled Trauma Pill as a hearty competitor. Well, I mean, if it, if if your name is Trauma Pill, then I don't know. That, that, that might be one I'd skip for sure. Actually, I don't know. It's not that bad. I could rock with it. I could rock with it, actually. Trauma Pill wouldn't be that bad. That'd be kind of hard. It's got to have a good cover, though. Got to have a good cover. Let's hop back into Seth. So... Steph submitted a track titled Problem with Anvi. Now, cover really, really goes fucking crazy here. Um, I almost want to say this is like a movie scene, no? Or, yeah, it's got to be because you see the film. Yeah, what the fuck? But the filter is like, I like the filter on it a lot. No, it's dope. Five days ago, Prod Me featuring Anvi. We got lyrics and description. We definitely got to check these out lots of love on this track it's a vibe crazy can't miss so good like i'm floating <laughs> holy shit this is beautiful okay lots and lots of love on this all right bet five days ago so brand brand motherfucking new uh seth has a very like refined very very uh clean sort of cloud alternative style so like i said i'm definitely excited to get into this Steph, problem
That real ethereal shit. No cap, Mark. You're spitting right now. You are definitely spitting, my friend. Okay. Um, I love this mix. I definitely love this mix, and I dare to say the flow is probably the like craziest part about this. The flow is such a fucking vibe. Let's break this one down. So we're gonna talk about three things. We're talk about the instrumental, talk about vocals, talk about the overall theme of problem. So instrumentally, this is prod Seth. So self-produced. I mean, you know, self-producing artists are becoming more and more popular. Not popular, I would say, but common is the right term. Um, you know, but I think it takes another kind of special artist to like really craft themselves an instrumental that they know that kind of lines up with their vision right and it seems that seth really can do that like they can really just okay like i cooked this instrumental up like i kind of have like a clear vision on how i want to do this let's see how this turns out and wow wow very 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 fucking impressive so instrumentally uh this mix is very very solid um it's definitely one that's like super even and really lets like the vocals shine a lot especially Seth and Andy like their vocals really really are super vibrant on this and I like that for this mix um nothing clashing to overbearing per usual um solid mix everything we've heard from Seth has really had like a nice finely tuned mix for sure so I love this instrumental um much like Mark said very ethereal uh very alternative very like alternative cloud um has a very like original sound and i like it a lot so instrumentally this definitely checked all the boxes um as far as being like very very like attractive so let's talk about vocals here um seth does a really good job on mixing their vocals like like i feel like this vocal mix is really really fucking crisp um you know and everything we've heard from seth has just been top notch um and much like i said with the instrumental nothing clashed overbearing and even envy brings sort of like a different vibe vocally so i feel like this was a good uh feature on here so uh, clocking in at 234 um the shining star for me was the flow uh like reading along with these lyrics in description and really just kind of like naturally bobbing your head to the flow it, it was so well done so so well done um, and the hook is just really well written. Um, I, I, I feel like it was a no-brainer to call this problem. You know what I mean? But to say that there's like such a well-written theme in the lyrics, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, for me, Shining Star, absolutely, without a doubt, unequivocally, the flow. I love the flow, I love the cadence, I love how everything's delivered, I love how this was recorded. I feel like Seth did a really good job on this as it being a solo track. Like, or a single, I should say. So, when we talk about Anvi here, um, one thing that, you know, whether I'm making music, whether I'm collabing, or I'm just listening to music, one thing that I listen for when people collab or they have features is, if they're like, contributing to the track or like you know bringing their own style and their own kind of swag and their own like real kind of like input on what an artist already has laid out so Seth really set the stage for Envy and I do feel like Envy brought almost like um I wouldn't say like a darker style but like a little bit more 
like just like a darker undertone and, and like a little bit of attitude on this track, which otherwise would just be a very like um you know, prime alternative track. So I do feel like Anvi uh brought the smoke here. Uh so definitely turned out to be like a very enjoyable feature, I would say. hundred percent. So instrumental. Very, very well done. Vocals, I really just... The flow, man. The flow and cadence is, is really fucking well done here. Let's talk about the theme. Now, aesthetically, 100% love this cover. Definitely one of those covers where... You wouldn't say it, like, jumps out with the theme, but, like, one of those covers where you're, like... You see this, you enjoy the song, and you forever associate the song with this cover. It's just how it goes, man. It's just how it goes. So it's super, super funny. Uh, definitely fits the uh, cloud sort of alternative aesthetic 100% that this uh, track really makes you feel. So the overall theme, right? Problem, like I said, kind of a no-brainer title. But to break down the lyrics, you definitely get a little bit of emotion, a little bit of um almost positivity as well and then you kind of have all of this wrapped under a theme that everybody kind of either experiences is experiencing or will experience right like not feeling good enough self-worth kind of things and i do feel like seth and andy really were able to put this in you know simple enough words but still make it like very very digestible for almost any audience which i really like about this right because some people you know be like oh i don't like that shit that that sad shit or that emotional shit not nah, like this is like presented in a way as to where it's very digestible for new listeners not that that really fucking matters anyway right like if you want to put out extremely sad shit absolutely do it but that's just one thing to take note of here is i do feel like this is a very like relatable way for most people to um hear this track like it, it's it's just like okay like i get it you know what i mean so theme is definitely well crafted for sure uh huge shout out to seth thank you for the submission my friend make sure you follow seth on soundcloud seth is very very close to 1.7k and of course make sure you follow pretty chorus on twitter they are literally seven followers away from 340 go show seth some love man and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the Music Mondays YouTube channel if you have not already. We're approaching 90 subscribers. Huge shout out to everybody that already has. I see you guys running with the drops. Go show these artists and go show the channel some love, man. Jealous of people that can self-produce, man. Literally on a whole other tale of... Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree, like... You know, there's like pros and cons to it. Because it's, like, it's definitely, like, a good skill to have. But, like, sometimes you'll sit down in the studio and you're like, damn, I got to produce this shit and, you know what I mean? You're like, god damn, and mix this shit and record this shit. You're like, fuck. So sometimes that shit definitely can get, like, bothersome if, you if, if like, that's how you've always been doing it. But sometimes people don't mind. Um, but also, like, collaboration is, like, such a great thing in music. I do feel like everybody kind of having their select skills really gives like room to collab. You know what I mean? Um, because some of the like the best things I've ever learned and like experienced were through collabs. You know what I mean? You know, me not being able to do vocals and 
people not being able to produce or you know so definitely pros and cons to that um but regardless i think people that can produce for themselves are definitely like on a whole other tier like you said like they're definitely like i wouldn't say like ahead of the game because people have been self-producing for a while but definitely like a different lane 100 percent So, up next, we got the homie, Hot Heavy Metaphors. And actually, do we have a visual here? No, we got a, we got what looks to be like a, um, like a visualizer. Okay, okay, okay. Heavy Metaphors, Rico Nasty, Missy Elliott mashup. Okay. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Um, now, Heavy Metaphors is a member of Human Resources. Now, Human Resources is a collective of alternative artists that really make um, such experimental shit. Like, truly, um, I've been reacting to Heavy and Human Resources for um, a decent amount of time. They'll always submit every once in a while. So, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. So, let's pop this open. New tab. Check this out. Let's see here. Smack a freak on. Crowd heavy metaphors. Buy my beads. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. This may or may not get get muted in the VOD. So you guys are about to see the live reaction here. So, heavy metaphors. Smack a freak. Thank you. 
That was fucking nuts. That was such a what? That was a ride and a half, man. Holy shit. What the fuck? Mark, the public gonna hate me, but Bad Baby got the same cadence and flow as Rico, just not as aggressive. I ain't taking it back either. I fuck with them both heavy. Holy shit. Holy shit. Mark with the fire hot take. We gotta get Mark on the show here so we can hear some more fucking hot takes. Oh my god, that is funny. That is funny. But yeah, this remix is really, really well done. Really, really well done. Like the first time I heard this, my girlfriend let me know. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, remix word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, shout out to Heavy Metaphors. So, let's break this down, man. Um, we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about the instrumental, and we're going to dive into a couple of subjects, because obviously no, like, original vocals on this. So, we'll talk about um, how Rico's vocals were used, and things like that. So, instrumentally, right off rip, this mix is really, really fucking nice. Um, especially with the muddy 808s, and the bass just really, really uh knocking I, I i feel like there was no kind of distortion uh at least like bad distortion anyway um i do feel like this was a crisp crisp mix now when you talk about heavy metaphors and human resources that's kind of a standard you're gonna get you know a very crisp mix for sure definitely something we're used to here on the show but wow 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 so the vocals here were very well utilized, but it definitely brought like more griminess to Rico, like 100%. But mixing in the Missy Elliott was was very like, it, it was like such a nice touch because it's not like a full-blown kind of um like true like DJ mashup where like the beat just switches and it's like, okay. We switch into Missy Elliott now. Like, nah, it was almost like... It was almost like a remix. It, like, like... Oh, man. Like, it, this is... This is definitely something. This is definitely something. So, it, it, it definitely is, like... Very much the term of a mashup. Because there's a lot here. And I do feel like every sample was very, very well utilized. But, once again, I do feel like the structure um gave this such like such originality truly but i do like the direction of the harder drums drum selection here is a big big fucking thing you know and usually heavy metaphors keeps it very like i wouldn't say like more alternative but this is definitely on like the more grimier darker muddier side that we've heard um we've gotten occasional experimental kind of tracks that aren't as like bass heavy but this is definitely one that really like showed heavy side of like really grinding out some hip-hop drums and, and really like experimenting with it and i love how it came out to be honest with you uh so the mix is a very very good talking point here structure is very well done drum selection is nice i like the griminess of it a lot um now the overall theme i mean pretty self-explanatory right definitely just a mashup but also a really good showcase of heavy metaphor skill now the cover is definitely like um 
just a regular heavy metaphors cover but it does justice because you got heavy metaphors here you know you have effort you know what i mean so you're like okay it's this is a little match i'm gonna throw this up so aesthetically definitely good um but for the overall theme like pretty self-explanatory like i said um very much is a mashup but i do like the darker take on this for sure definitely a darker grimier um and, and just very much like an original underground kind of sound and a really good take on this for sure huge shout out to heavy metaphors i thank you for the submission homie much much motherfucking love make sure you follow heavy metaphors on youtube go subscribe they are on their way to 110 they are six away my friends and of course make sure you follow heavy metaphors on twitter heavy just hit 1k let's go great milestone great great milestone go show heavy metaphors some love um on their way to 1010 so go show them some love and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the youtube re-upload and of course make sure you subscribe to the music Monday's youtube channel if you have not already we are approaching 90 subscribers. Huge shout out to everybody that already has. I see you guys supporting the drops. Thank you. And if you haven't, what the fudge are you doing, man? No, but, but um, definitely go show love to some of these artists and go show love to the channel. Let's get it, chat. Let's get it. So, um, let's get a scope of things coming up. So we have human resources up next. Will Caesar, Heretic, Offspring Troy, TDG, got some Mark, Matt Rocks, Bloodcat. Um, we have Nita again, but we already reacted to that last week, so we won't be going through that. But we got some good ones coming up, chat. We got some good ones coming up. Okay, so um, I have been sitting here for an hour and a half, so that means I got to take a leak. Huge shout out to everybody that has came through tonight and showed love. Everybody who's watching and in attendance, make sure you get up, go take a break, go walk around, go get some water, go get a snack, because we have plenty more reviews coming at you. Music Money's podcast will be right back in 60 seconds.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Music Mondays podcast. <clears throat> I hope you're well. Hope you got up. Hope you had an uh, excellent break. But we're going to hop right back into submissions. So, up next, we have Human Resources, which we just uh, reacted to a member's remix, uh, Heavy Metaphors. But Human Resources submitted Super Normal Mr. Oaks. Super Normal is Human Resources plus Danger Dat Sun. I believe we've reviewed one of their collabs a while back. I want to say some months ago. Definitely some months ago. Um, it had more um, of like a different kind of theme. So I'm definitely interested in this. Fire. <laughs> okay. Where have I seen that logo before? Am I just tripping or has anybody else seen that logo before? I feel like I recognize that from somewhere. Interesting. Let's get into it. Super normal. Mr. Oaks. Okay, this was very, very interesting. 
you can like feel the collaborative effort in this like for sure you can like without a doubt wow okay so like i said human resources alternative um alternative sounding duo um that has been featured on the show for quite a while probably since 2021 they teamed up with a danger that sun and we've reviewed uh one of their collabs before here on the show but this one definitely has a completely different sound for sure i like the 8-bit flavor i agree i agree it definitely had a little bit of that didn't it it definitely did so let's break this down we are going to talk about uh two things because obviously no vocals here so we're going to talk about the instrumental talk about the overall theme of mr oaks so instrumentally per usual like i said with the heavy metaphors track um this is um a very very well done mix for sure um this mix is 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 just one of those mixes that's like it's not like standard but it definitely makes or breaks a track like this and i do feel like this mix was very very much on point so the mix is solid nothing clashed into overbearing i like the combination of sounds how everything kind of has its own space everything really really is um nice and tight around this mix for sure but this is definitely um crossing a couple genre boundaries if you will for sure um you know some real hard hip-hop elements mixed with some pop elements mixed with some alternative elements um shining star for me though 100 percent uh was the structure again like for an instrumental track this structure a1 now if the sound selection wasn't so good i don't i don't know if this would have had as much style but it has like mark mentioned flavor like i think flavor is a very good term for this it's a very like vibrant uh emotional kind of like feel good track for sure definitely more on the, like the positive light but it still brings that like heavy knock and like griminess to i i, I mean dare i say experimentalness as well right because you're dealing with human resources and heavy metaphors so there's definitely some like inspiration of of being experimental here for sure but all in all structure really does it for me especially for this fast-paced kind of style i feel like structure had to be on point and everything definitely kept up for sure um for a first-time listener you'd be easily engaged so well, let's talk about the theme here um aesthetically I feel like I've seen, not like this design, right? Like on a cover, but I've seen that logo before. <laughs> and I don't know where, unless I'm tripping. I've seen something similar. But um, I love the color palette here. I do feel like the colors complement the track. It's definitely more on the lighter side. So um, I do feel like the cover was well done and well chosen. But as far as the overall theme... You can just feel the collaborative effort in this, like I said, like, not only is this human resources, but 
this is human resources plus danger that sun so there was definitely some like other like kind of inspiration going on in here because like the more people you get on a track the more unique it gets to be honest with you like there's a lot of stuff in here that you just can't cook up solo because of having like just another set of ears like it's really just simply that like that's why collaborative effort is so important because you have another person's like insight instead of ears and what they hear on a track might not be exactly what you hear on a track so this definitely came out like a collab and definitely very very original so huge shout out to heavy metaphors human resources and danger that sun and of course make sure you follow human resources on twitter human resources also at 1k they are 30 away from 1.1 which wants some love and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the youtube re-upload Make sure you subscribe to the Music Monday YouTube channel if you have not already. We're approaching 90 subscribers. Go show the channel some love. Go show these artists some love. So, continuing on, my friends. Continuing on. Up next, we got the homie Lil Caesar. Now, Lil Caesar was a producer we heard for the first time, I want to say a couple of weeks ago. It, it definitely wasn't that long ago. Um, but Lil Caesar definitely has a very much alternative cloud, almost like Dark Trap inspired style. But I'm definitely interested to get into more of their library. So they submitted a track titled Clock In 3.33pm. My newest and it's wild is the caption okay 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 we'll take your word for it we'll take your word for it cover is really really nice holy shit this cover is really nice what the fuck logo top filters nice edits are nice parental advisories really dope okay all right bet how i felt clocking in today Okay, the waveform. 20 hours ago, tag trap. Let's get it. Lil Caesar, clock in 3.33 p.m. Let's go.
Okay, that was definitely a fucking trip. Absolutely a fucking trip. So, um, not what I was expecting at all. This was this was like along the lines of experimental, but it definitely kept like its roots in the kind of sounds that it's touching on. So let's break this down. We're gonna talk about two things, because obviously no vocals here. So we're talking about the instrumental, talk about the overall theme. Clock in three three three. So, um, right off whip, I just want to say this mix, a one, absolutely a one, especially for how like how much of a variety of sounds there are in here in this mix to be this crisp. Excellent, excellent. Shout out this engineer, a hundred percent. Um. Now, one thing that I think really gives this track like a very much dreamlike sound is not only the mix, but like the specifics of the mix, like the reverb, the kind of almost structure and layout as well. I think drum selection is another really good noting point here. Not only drum selection, but the, the uh, overall structure of the drums, like the hats, patterns everything was really really like it complemented each other but it was so fucking unique like the hats um the percussions like and even the choice of 808 here and the style it's in is almost like it's like so aggressive but it has this kind of groove to it and it really left me kind of like okay like this is like very experimental but it's still on the lines of like you know trap like it's tagged or you know alternative track like even darker but like not really because the melody is so like future and like dreamlike but the drums will have you think that it's like very like dark and aggressive and even some like electronic inspiration is in here right like you kind of get a little bit of like yeah, see, look, like the tags down below. Yeah, look at instrumental. Yeah, 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 dubstep. Yeah, see, that was kind of like the inspiration that I had here, but it's super experimental and doesn't really like assign itself a seat. This is very, very original for sure. And I like the overall style because it's not too experimental as to where it sounds fucking insane and there's like nothing to grasp onto here. Um, So... I'd say Shining Star for me um, is definitely the genre blending and, and the overall style, but the structure really kept it like consistent, especially for an instrumental track, which by the way, Blue Caesar is definitely another producer that you got to tip for actually um, really just being a producer that likes to release instrumentals, likes to release full tracks, likes to release just music and treat themselves like an artist so this overall track is, is just a very very good thing we've been getting a lot of new producers that like to put out instrumentals of their own and treat them like full songs which they are so i think you know it's good to recognize that 100 percent. but shining star like i said definitely the genre blending definitely the sound blending here mix is very very solid lots of really good talking points here about this so let's talk about the theme Aesthetically, this cover is very, very fucking stunning. Uh, the artist did a really good job, especially with the parental advisory. 
um the shadow work it, it, it almost looks like 3d like super crazy render and then you have 333 on the clock in the back like well fucking done it's like minimalistic but it's super attractive super super fucking attractive and definitely it goes along with this kind of dreamlike loud kind of sound so clock in 333 pm the overall theme right the description how i felt clocking in today definitely has that aggressive kind of go up get shit done like shit like this could even be like a gym song because it's so like come at you fast paced but it has this peaceful kind of energy to it so 333 you know being an angel number and things like that and also clocking in and kind of having that like aggressive in your face kind of style really mixes well for this overall vibe 100 percent. and then you wrap it up with nice aesthetics and you just have a really well packaged instrumental track as a single love this keep doing your thing we'll see there definitely keep releasing instrumentals love to hear that and of course make sure you follow low caesar on soundcloud they are six away from 200 great fucking milestone and of course make sure you follow grapes remixed on twitter they are uh eight away from 410 followers and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the youtube re-upload and of course subscribe if you haven't already uh we are approaching 90 subscribers on the music mondays channel so huge shout out to everybody that already has subscribed and everybody that runs up the drops thank you thank you thank you and of course if you haven't already what are you doing dude what are you doing we upload two times a week exclusive segments uh full podcast episodes a whole lot of good stuff is going down on the channel man make sure you go show the channel and these artists some love king mark music i liked uh no i already read that just tested positive for COVID and ain't got no sick days. We're going to regret that one. Jesus, that is tragic. We get some prayers in the chat for, for the homie Mark, man. That is tragic. Jesus. Hopefully you feel better. Just fucking comes and goes, man. So, let's continue on. Up next, we get the homie, Lord Heretic. Very good friend of mine. An artist I manage. And ever since they first submitted to the show, um, Heretic has been a leading scorer in heavier vocals, a heavier sound, an alternative sound. Heretic, you know, is an artist we've reviewed and reacted to a lot here on the show. Like, a lot. Um, me and Heretic have quite a few tricks up our sleeve. And this is definitely going to be a special reaction, for sure. So, let's pop this open in a new Tabaruni. Um, this is a track that I've heard a lot. <laughs> I've heard this song a lot, so I'm very familiar with it, but reacting to it is going to be very fun here on the show. Very, very fun. Now, this cover art is super fucking attractive. Huge shout out to Fury. Fury did an excellent, excellent fucking job on this art, 100%. Especially with the quality of it, like, it, it's like 4K, especially if you, like, have the actual file. It looks fucking insane. Heretic to go. I agree, Mark. I agree, my friend. I want to say hi. I hope you're well. Yo, let's get it going, bananas. Much love, my friend. Appreciate the love. I hope you're well. So, back to Heretic. They submitted a track titled Bleed. Now, Bleed is featuring Dee McKenzie, Protestant Gloom, mixed by none other than Cole Gerard. So, this track um, is really a great blend of stuff like a really really great blend of sounds so without further ado i have a lot of talking points about this so let's break this down this is our first reaction here live on 
the show. Yeah, that is fucking it, man. Like, that track is... It just fucking... It just comes at you, and then you're fucking out. Like, holy shit. So, let's break this down. Let's talk a little bit about what we got going on here. And also, if you saw me fucking with my mouse while we were listening to that, bro, those of you who have, like, mouses and mice and shit like that, bro randomly it just felt like my mice got or my mouse got like really really slow and it's just like a super super pet peeve of mine for sure punk vibes oh most definitely most definitely my friend so let's break this one down we're gonna talk about three things here we're gonna talk about the instrumental we'll talk about vocals and we'll talk about the overall theme of we so instrumentally aesthetic gloom is like very much a great great um just a duo to heretic right like we've reacted to countless tracks prod aesthetic um by heretic man like we have reacted to a lot and i just feel like they're very much like on the same wavelength and just understand each other sonically truly like i i, I just feel like they're such a great duo now we sometimes get heavier sounds from Heretic. We sometimes get, you know, more alternative sounds. But, like, Aesthetic is is really, like, another big, big catalyst for that. Um, aesthetic just comes with the fucking heat. So, huge shout-out Aesthetic. Um, much like Mark said, just very much uh, funk vibes. Um, almost has, like, a punk vibe to it as well. Um, lots of hip-hop trap elements. The whole Aesthetic Gloom package is here, for sure. So, let's talk about vocals. Now, Heretic sounds really, really fucking insane on this track. Not only writing-wise, but uh, Cole, with the mix, really did an excellent job. But more so than that, I feel like the delivery on everything is really, really good on Heretic's end. Um, Heretic just set a really good foundation for Dean McKenzie to come up and clean up, for sure. Just really wrap the track up and just come through and... Give you a quick heater and you're out. I mean, this track clocks in at a minute and 23, but that's something we've always said about Heretic was, you know, Heretic's an artist that 
really has mastered that kind of short track style as to where you get the whole package in such a short amount of time and 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 they really feel like fully fleshed out tracks but they're so short it's like oh shit like that was he i gotta go listen to that john again so um heretic did an excellent excellent job um you know the mix is such a shining star here but heretic's writing has really been on another level and even this track it being like um an unreleased older track dropped 17 days ago but we've had it in the vault so heretic's writing has only progressed and this is just another great example of that writing just just really upping the ante if you will but um heretic's vocals are really really excellent on this uh definitely it's just one of those tracks that gets you really hyped for sure like it 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 definitely makes you bop your head without doubt now d mckenzie like i said really came in and cleaned up this track a lot and almost was like on a very punk kind of vibe with heretic because anybody could have came in and like spit you know your different kind of like abnormal verse right but i feel like d mckenzie really um followed up heretic extremely nicely here and really set a good example for anybody that you know isn't familiar with d mckenzie right I, I i feel like this is a track where you'd be more interested in both of them and you'd be like oh shit this is a this is a good duo here you know so i like that about this a lot um and d mckenzie's writing was really good as well you know simple but really effective punchlines. now the overall theme right aesthetically huge shout out to fury fury did a really really good fucking job on this cover like i love this cover a lot um simple but effective again but the overall theme, you know, inherently obvious, right? Bleed, you know, it's in the lyrics, it's in the hook, it's in the punchlines. It's it's a, just a very, like, aggressive track as to where you'd be listening to this shit to go do something productive. You'd be going to the gym, you'd be going to just fucking... You, it, just one of those tracks that you'd love to hear live because it's just one of those get up and move kind of tracks, but back it up with some aesthetic gloom kind of production you really get like such a treat here you know what i mean like everybody on this track really did an excellent fucking job honestly this is like really like such a symbol of improvement from heretics like earlier collabs like this compared to like say something off of like pre and still i wept like the only thing before and still i wept is just like gets blown out of the water when you hear stuff like bleed so well fucking done my friend huge shout out to heretic for the submission homie much much motherfucking love make sure you follow lord heretic on soundcloud heretic is five away from 780 go show heretic some love and of course make sure you follow lord heretic on twitter heretic is eight followers away from 280 go show heretic some love and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the youtube re-upload and of course, subscribe to the Music Mondays YouTube channel if you haven't already. We're approaching 90 subscribers and we upload two times a week. Exclusive segments, full podcast episodes, a whole lot of good stuff is going down on the channel. Go show these artists and the channel some love. So, moving right along, my friends. Moving right along. So, we're, we're getting to the tail end here. Last couple and then we're going to check out what we have for media. I know we have a couple good media submissions um up next though we have the homie offspring mysterious and offspring has just been pumping out content whether it be instrumentals 
whether it be uh, full edits and visuals. Offspring has really, really been killing it. Really, really been fucking killing it. So, this week, Offspring submitted a instrumental, I believe, and it's titled Full Charisma New Energy. And caption, I'm a god full of charisma. So, this is going to be a big EDM fan. Okay, wait, hold on. We got some love here. And the descriptions are insane. Offspring's writing. Definitely check this out if you ever have the time. Definitely check this out. Lots of good love on this. Like the intro. Like the song. We got Offspring in the chat. Welcome, Offspring. I hope you're well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, my friend. Um, let's get right into this. Offspring Mysterious. Full charisma, new energy. Okay. Yeah.
that flip though. Scratching the surface. Let's go, man. The two years old, right? So not brand new, not exactly super, super old, but 
this is legitimately an offspring classic at this point just because us at the podcast have heard this in so many good offspring edits and used in so many ways that's like just extremely rememberable you know what i mean so i feel like offspring really has something that's like just so recognizable here like absolutely so no vocals let's break this down we're gonna talk about two things talk about the instrumental and talk about the overall theme of well charisma new energy so like i said very much a classic offspring uh instrumental at this point this is really like almost the um like just the very like essence of offspring like we've heard this in so many edits and, and like used in ways where it's just so synonymous with offspring like i can't hear this and not think of offspring but Let's break this down. So this mix, absolutely, um, extremely solid and well-rounded. Like it's one of those mixes where it's not like meant to like make the track like pop it extremely like just you know it's 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 not meant to pop like that. It's a mix to really like just keep it grounded, very very solid. Everything's um, nice and crisp. Nothing's clashing to overbearing. Very much a solid mix here. Now, I would say the whole um, theme of sort of a two-part track has always been Offspring's kind of um, skill, right? Like, we've seen Offspring really take uh, a couple of tracks that they produced and, and really make, like, a full-blown kind of... Um, almost beat switch and i think offspring does a really really good job at that and this is like a really fine example of it because once again it's fit in so many good places so very recognizable just because of that alone but much like some of the comments said you know somewhat of an edm inspiration but i would definitely classify it as more of like a dance like alternative pop kind of style i would definitely say it's it's along those lines of uh really like pushing the boundaries of like new pop and and things like that so um really love the kind of the kind of like effort that was put into really like crafting an original sound using you know these baseline genres much like we see a lot on the show where people sort of genre blend i i think offspring really fits into that category for me now clocking in at 733 um this is really I, th I think the finest example you can get from this is this instrumental being, you know, such a good beat switch because both of them really do their own thing. But I, I, I feel like the cover is like right up that alley as well. Like this cover is like really, really A1 when it comes to like fully feeling out this track, right? So a very much a split cover for a split instrumental, which I like. But yeah, clocking at 7.33, um, like I said, I do feel like this is definitely digestible, especially if you're into, like, you know, almost experimental, but more alternative pop and things like that. Um, definitely perfect for uh, a person who listens to playlists all day, you know, really is looking for more experimental kind of um, sounds. Now, let's talk about the theme here. Essentially. 
we have a split cover, like I said, for the aesthetics. But I do feel like the first part was definitely a bit darker, grungier, grimier. And then the other half was a bit lighter. So I do feel like this cover really was spot on. And then on top of it, you have the Offspring standard kind of art style as to where you're always going to get, you know, a very recognizable cover from Offspring for sure. So the art, definitely spot on. Now, the overall theme, full charisma, new energy. Like, so it, it, it's like, yes, this is a split instrumental, but at the same time, it's like... um. I do feel like new energy is very representative of like how the beat switch kind of comes in. It's like, okay, like full charisma and then new energy. Like it's very much on point with the kind of vibe that this track makes you feel a hundred percent without a doubt to me. So yeah, this is like such a staple for offspring. You know what I mean? Like we've heard this track in so many videos. It's, it's super cool to react to it here on the show. So Huge shout out to Offspring Mysterious. Thank you for the submission, my friend. Much, much, much motherfucking love. Make sure you follow Offspring Mysterious on SoundCloud. Offspring is uh, approaching uh, 2.1k on SoundCloud. Go show, go show Offspring some love, my friends. And of course, make sure you follow Offspring Mysterious on Twitter at Beat Mode. They are two away from 880. Two away, man. Two away. <laughs> That's a good vibe, so go show off streaks of love, man. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. Make sure you subscribe to the Music Monday YouTube channel if you haven't already. We upload two times a week, exclusive podcast segments, full podcast uploads, exclusive tracks, a whole lot of good stuff is available on the channel. So, let's continue on. Huge shout out to Offspring. Let's get it, baby. Now, up next, we got the homie, Troy Van Dusen. Now, Troy um, has come in with some fucking heaters the last couple times we've heard them on the show. But they submitted their track titled Popular in Europe, which I'm very interested in hearing, right? That's, that's such a, um, that's an interesting kind of theme direction for sure. So, Troy said in the caption, resending again because I was late for episode 97. I fucking love that. I love that. Shout out to fucking Troy, man. If you're ever late or you're ever not following the page when we get to your review or reaction or we get to your submission, just come back next week. You know what I mean? Like, with all pleasure, I would love to react to your track like absolutely you know what i mean so like i i love to see that you know what i mean like that's how we do it that's what i mean like resetting again because i was late like damn okay
hey, let's fucking go, man. And, you know, honestly, the only thing that sums that up is exactly what Mark said. Said, boys, rise the fuck up. This was a well, well, um, just, just great use of a synth, man. Like, this was just like, mm, mm, mm. Well done, Troy. Um, 2021, so not exactly brand new, not exactly fucking old, but let's break this down. So, no vocals, um, we're talking about two things. We're talking about the instrumental, and we're talking about the overall theme of popular in Europe. So, um, instrumentally, I love this mix, especially for how big this synth is. This is, like, such a wide synth that just has a lot a lot of fucking emotion but i do feel like troy did an excellent job when it comes to um really making this synth be the star of this instrumental but not really making it overpower everything right and then everything else was just support you know because the synth was just out of this world so it makes very very well done i like no not like i love this mix just because the synth is very very much wide So, this is giving me very much, like, again, alternative pop vibes, giving me a little bit of a dance vibe, and it says popular in Europe, so, like, I get that kind of direction now, right? Like, kind of just reminds you of, like, rainy Europe, you're, you're just, like, it, it, it puts you right in that feeling, for sure. Like, I do feel like popular in Europe definitely is a very, very um, well-fitting title. But like I said, Shining Star for me, easily the synth. It's well played. Um, it's well utilized. The structure's great. The drum selection was very nice. Even though they are, like, taking a backseat in such a big, big tracks like this, um, I, I, I do feel like they were well selected for sure. So yeah, Shining Star synth, absolutely. Um, Troy does a lot of really good work with synths. That's one thing I've absolutely noticed. Since we've ever started reacting and reviewing their music, I do feel like since are Troy's really big, like, like shining, you know what I mean? Truly like a, a, a big talking point, 100%. And clocking in at four minutes, this is very digestible as well. This was definitely a instrumental where you're like, okay, like this is a vibe like from start to finish, without a doubt. Very digestible for a four minute track. So let's talk about the theme here. Um, aesthetically, the cover is still like, it gives it that like, it's one of those covers where it's like, this cover has absolutely nothing to do with this theme, but I remember it just because of that. There are so many covers out there that people like and just will use for a song or project that have nothing to do with the track itself. But you're just like, I love this cover. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is giving me that vibe because Popular in Europe definitely brings that like 90s, you know, kind of like, European almost fashion kind of like electronic underground kind of vibe. But you look at the cover and it's like a beautiful jungle with like blue water. And it's like, damn, okay. So like the theme is one of those themes where you're like, I remember that cover. This song's a vibe. You know what I mean? So I like the cover for that a lot. And like I said, Popular in Europe, great, great title for this. It, it definitely brings that kind of 90s uh pop dance electro kind of feel while still being very very modern and the synth really took a front seat in this track for sure so huge shout out to troy thank you for the submission homie much 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 motherfucking love 
well fucking done. Make sure you follow Troy on Spotify. And of course, make sure you follow Troy Van Dusen on Twitter. Troy is approaching uh, eight followers. Eight followers away from 880. Go show Troy some love, man. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And subscribe to the Music Money's YouTube channel if you haven't already. We're approaching 90 subscribers. We upload two times a week. Exclusive segments, exclusive podcast episodes, uh, exclusive tracks. A whole lot of good stuff's going down the channel. Go show the channel and these artists some love. So, we are cranking through audio submissions tonight, my friends. We have some very much big players coming up next some some music mondays familiar faces um and i think i think you're gonna enjoy these next two so let's hop right into this up next we got the homie tdg or till the grave you know we've gotten a couple tdg submissions from cole tdg has submitted uh himself but one thing you can say about tdg is they're always gonna try to achieve the highest quality and the highest ceiling they can uh tdg is quite the um definition of, of like a modern original uh organic hip-hop influenced rapper i wouldn't say that tdg is, is like an artist that is like ultimately influenced by hip-hop but tdg does like classic hip-hop with like a modern twist very nicely um now the caption reads produced and performed by me mixed and mastered by cole shout out cole Made it as an assignment for my physics class. Okay, we got a school assignment. I'm pretty sure this is one of like our second like fucking school assignments, bro. Like I'm pretty sure we've we've had a school assignment before. Um, so I'm definitely interested in this. Three days ago, so brand brand spanking new. Um, covers well done as well. Very attractive. I like the way everything's used. I like the border. Yeah, 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 definitely. I knew I would tell you is a description. Interesting. Okay. EDG, please explain. Can't pinpoint in my head, I lost connection Hot air with ascending cycles 
Okay, much to talk about here. This different, I couldn't agree with you more, my friend. I couldn't agree with you more. This is quite the interesting kind of theme and overall, like, um, 
just an interesting take on on TDG to be honest with you because this is such like a because it, it it is for a, a physics class I believe right yeah yeah assignment for for my physics class so this is some skill right here my friends this is a fucking skill so let's break this down I'm talk about three things talk about the instrumental talk about vocals talk about the overall theme please explain so the instrumental super fucking experimental but down to its core i would definitely agree that it's hip-hop and rap definitely has the hip-hop influences slight trap influences but mainly hip-hop um definitely has a lot of modern elements but the mix is very well done shout out to cole but um for the instrumental itself though um well produced and and it definitely has like so much originality to it but i think a shining star for the instrumental has got to be the structure that's definitely well noted um how everything's structured and laid out in this instrumental really gave tdg the ammo to uh utilize all the lyrics that are in here so let's talk about that because the instrumental really was just such a tdg standard as to where it's very like experimental underground hip-hop but the lyrics are such like a important part of this track because the writing is just so well done but it's literally about physics like like it's literally like for a physics class so like you get these subtle like lines and punch bars and like the way it's delivered like it's like a um like it's not a troll like i think that's what i love about it is like somebody would do this kind of shit and they would kind of like make a joke out of it or like they just make like meme rap this is not even a troll like like you're actually picking up like subtle bars about physics and it's like what like that shit is very very dope um definitely a different style of mix than we're used to from tdg not like drastic or anything like that but definitely has a more um it's a more alternative style than what we're used to and i definitely love the vocal mix on this 100 percent um it definitely matches up with like the experimentalness and the originality of the instrumental um so the vocals sit very very nicely but yeah shining star is absolutely the writing i mean clocking in at 522 to be able to fill five minutes and 22 seconds with bars about your physics classes fucking I, if that's not a skill i don't know what is bro like that is excellent fucking writing like but on top of it though it's very well performed like it's very well delivered um it's definitely well thought out um i hope tdg got a fucking a for this bro like come on man that's awesome that's awesome. I think this is really, really dope. And it's just well done, you know what I mean? It's just a great showcase of skill. Super, super simple theme. And really, like, brings out, like... It takes you back to the basics. And, like, reminds you of, like, your regular skills as a musician. And, and like, how do I just create a fucking song about anything? And this is, like, a really, really good showcase of that. So let's talk about the theme here. Um, aesthetically... Um, like I said, this cover is really dope, and with how experimental and, 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 like, original this track is, I do feel like this is a very good cover when it comes to, like, you know, fitting in line with almost, like, just this experimental, almost kind of dark, you know, vibe. It, it just has this, like, science-y kind of vibe. Like, I, I don't know, like, like, something like that. I, I, I don't know i can't put my finger on it but how this track sounds is exactly how this picture looks that's a fact that is a big fucking fact 
So the overall theme, I mean, relatively obvious, right? It was for a physics class, so not many bars you can pick out here that's not really, like, a part of the theme. But one thing I do want to note is the fact that um, how everything was presented. Because, like, even though there were bars and punchlines and lyrics about physics shit, it also was delivered in a way that sort of, like, had emotion and flow and cadence and and it was very stylish even though it was such a simple yet like almost basic topic but tdg like really showed that you can take like something super fucking simple like this and really make it stretch you know what i mean and really like just use it to show off your skills rather than like show off the topic itself so well done huge shout out to tdg man um make sure you follow tdg on soundcloud tdg is seven away from 130 uh, make sure you follow TDG on Twitter at MaliciousG. They are two away from 150. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And make sure you subscribe to the Music Mondays podcast if you haven't already. We are approaching 90 subscribers. We upload two times a week, exclusive segments, exclusive podcast episodes, full podcast episodes, exclusive tracks, a whole lot of good shit's available on the Music Mondays channel. Go show the channel and these artists some love. TG got 100% on this. Yo, no cap though. Hey, plus plus. Good work. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. For real. Chainsaw, what's good, baby? I hope you're well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday. So, I believe we have three vocal submissions left. And these are three Music Mondays veterans here. Um, Really, three veterans, to be honest with you. So let's dive in. Up next, we got the homie, King Mark. Now, not only did King Mark just recently celebrate a birthday, huge shout out to Mark, but Mark has been absolutely killing it this year. And, and we all know that Mark is very, very active within the underground and uh, Music Money's community. So, you know, there's so much to say about Mark. But Mark definitely killed it this year. But we've been getting some like throwbacky kind of tracks from Mark. So I'm very, very interested in this. This week, Mark submitted a track titled Getaway. Prod Ziki Beats. Here we go again, King Mark. It it has that like classical I'm like like it just has this classical like like early like I feel like everybody in their career has covers like this and or or like made a cover like this or like just like i don't know like it it just has that throwback kind of cover style to it um so this will be interesting two years ago so not brand new not exactly super fucking old um dude this shit is so good can you review my last one please <laughs> what does he think your music mondays but uh let's get it get away king mark Ziki beats So I gotta get away 
Damn. This waveform is such like, it's just like an indication that it's such a very like well, well crafted mix. To be honest with you, okay. Many thoughts on this. Many thoughts on this King Mark throwback here. So, like I said, we've been getting some King Mark throwbacks, and this is right up our alley. <clears throat> so, let's break this one down. We're talk about three things. Talk about the instrumental. We're talking about vocals and talk about the overall theme of Get Away. So, this is featuring Becca is Sleeping, but, um, you know, there's so many really good talking points here. Now, Ziki Beats, I don't think we've heard much from them uh, with King Mark, if anything. So, this is definitely a rare uh, King Mark track, without a doubt. I want to remake it. That'd be sick. Uh, tagged hip-hop and rap, but definitely giving me slight lo-fi vibes, maybe even alternative cloud vibes. Definitely, like, a very kickback kind of track, for sure. Um, definitely alternative. Um, but the instrumental definitely sets the mood for what's about to come, 100%. So, Ziki did an excellent job. I do like the mix as well. Like I said, like, this waveform is, like, even with the instrumental and vocals, like... Waveform looking good, but it knocks. So that's what's good. Yeah, so thinking about it, this also is a very like standard King Mark instrumental for two years ago. Um, we reviewed a couple King Mark classics, and when we reacted to them, it definitely brings that like lo fi kind of like organic hip hop kind of feel right um and this is no different definitely gives me that energy for sure so the instrumental well chosen 100 definitely a classic king mark choice but let's talk about vocals here um featuring becca is sleeping but i feel like becca definitely set like a good foundation for this for sure like this instrumental yes but becca definitely came through and really just set like a softer tone which allowed mark to dive into emotions right because if you if you're not like going super hard on like an emotional hook i felt like that gave mark the chance to be able to really spit some real shit here to be honest with you like there are a lot of like notable bars in here that was like okay okay because the shining star for me in this track here is absolutely the writing 
um the writing is such a prelude to like what was to come man it was such like a preview to just you know what king mark does now so i think that's really really dope to see this like to hear this for the first time and think damn mark definitely came a long way not only since the beginning of when we first heard mark on the show but also just overall as an artist right because like i said two years ago not brand new but not exactly super fucking old so it's like damn that's a lot of progress in writing delivery like come on man so you could tell during this track that there were points where mark just kept on writing it, it was just gonna like the ceiling was just gonna get higher and higher and higher so love to see that love to fucking see that with these throwback tracks man. definitely puts a smile on my face very very cool so um let's talk about the overall theme right like i mean here we go again you know a part of a whole king mark era you know um but like i said i feel like these covers are so classic to like who we are as artists right because everybody has a couple i have one for sure um i think it's uploaded on like my archive account with like all my old beats like i have a couple covers like that that are like oh damn that's such a throwback but like you'd never change it because it's like it's just classic shit um really really is So the overall theme, get away, inherently obvious, right? About getting away, about pushing people away, about you yourself getting away. Um, a really good kind of topic that a lot of people can relate to. And I think Becca and Mark were able to deliver that in a short two minutes and 16 seconds. And not super short either. I just think that like, you know, it's such a big topic about getting away that you could talk about for hours and hours and hours. But to condense that into, you know, a two minute and 16 second story, really well done. And it's what Mark continues to do today. You know what I mean? Just on a higher level and just, a, you know, an insane maturing. So I like that a lot. Huge shout out to King Mark. And thank you so much, my friend, for letting us react to this throwback. Make sure you follow King Mark on SoundCloud. Mark is five away from 160 followers on SoundCloud. Go show Mark some love. And of course, make sure you follow King Mark on Twitter. Mark is a... Uh, nine away from 280 followers go show mark some love man and of course every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the youtube upload and make sure you're subscribed to the music mondays youtube channel if you haven't already we're approaching 90 subscribers we upload two times a week full podcast episodes exclusive segments a whole lot of good stuff's going down on the channel go show the channel and these artists some love the mix is the biggest improvement because had me rethinking a lot of shit. <clears throat> yeah like i don't know like the way i see it sometimes though like i feel like music is so like you can just come up with more <laughs> you know what i mean like sometimes you don't gotta like go back and like redo ideas unless you like really wanted to and it was like something that was like super important you were like not nah, like that is the wrong vision but like sometimes projects just kind of do their thing and if you feel like they were like underappreciated then you just gotta cook more you know what i mean you just gotta cook more and like put that shit into like the future you know what i mean or or you go about it and you're like all right here's our whole remix of this album or like here's like a deluxe or here's like the anniversary edition like you could go a couple ways with that and just kind of yeah remix it all but give it like a purpose you know what i mean but i think shit like that's very very cool very cool um 
Okay. So everybody has killed it with fucking audio tonight. Um, let's get into our last two audio submissions of the night. Up next, we got the homie Matt Rocks. And this is a track that uh, we tweeted out the other day on some new music tweet, but Matt also submitted for us to react. So let's get into this. And if you've never heard of Matt Rocks, this is an artist that I always say has an extremely fucking high ceiling, extremely well uh, versed in genres, production, and uh, engineering, like, you name it. Matt has done some form of it to, like, such a, like, such, like, a insane degree that, like, it's impossible not to see the ceiling. You know what I mean? From singles to collabs to different genres to we've heard a lot from Matt that is just really, really fucking insane. Really insane. And one of the highest ceilings. Absolutely. So, um, they submitted a Gex remix. And this is going to be interesting for sure. Hated Crush by a Mallet remix. Matt rocks. Okay, okay. Description. I talked to a geck. He said that my time is coming. Hey. You already know. You heard it here on the fucking Music Mondays podcast, baby. Like, the ceiling is just there, man. It's fucking there. And Matt just keeps breaking it through. So, I love this cover. Definitely a very, like... Um... Almost like punk, early nostalgic 2000s vibe, um, which totally fits Matt's aesthetic, 100%. But um, two days ago, brand new, Matt Rocks, Hand Crushed by a Mallet, Remix. I'm not 
Also, Dread actually played next. That's kind of funny. That? Yeah, no. Mark, no, it's hot. What? Let's fucking get it, Mark. Um, Yeah, I mean, what can you say? Matt is very, very well-versed in remixing. Like, very, very well-versed. So, let's break this down. We're going to talk about three things here. We're going to talk about the instrumental. We're talking about vocals and talk about the overall theme of Hand Crush by Mallet. So, I mean, we've all heard Gex, right? You know, at, at, at one point or another, we've heard Gex really take over the underground scene and really break almost into the mainstream light, right? Um, so to see Matt kind of give their take on one of the classics that really started a lot of this uh, alternative hyper-pop sounds, man. I mean, it's really cool to see Matt go in and remix this, but... Let's talk about the instrumental. 100% you're always going to get a really, really good mix from Matt. Like, without a doubt, you're going to get an insane mix no matter what. Um, not once have I heard a, a Matt Rocks track that has even had, like, a slightly iffy mix. Even anything that Matt has featured on has not even had a slightly iffy mix. So, no surprise. You know what I mean? I, I, can't, I can't sit here and say I'm surprised. Um, you can always expect that from Matt. Um, so the mix is well done. The instrumental is really out of this world. Like, really, really fucking out of this world. But, as far as the instrumental goes, I think the mix is really important with this because Matt's vocals are so, like, um, vibrant and so fucking, um, so wide. So I truly feel like um this instrumental had to be mixed to a t otherwise this just wasn't going to work and i think matt did a really really good fucking job with that so let's talk about vocals here um you know the main part of this is just a really really well done delivery for a remix like wow Wowie, wow, wow. You know, and like I said, we've heard a lot of different genres from Matt. You know, from alternative to straight trap shit to plug shit to, you know, even like sometimes acoustic shit. We've heard EDM kind of writing, you know, like it kind of like writing the, the fine line of like alternative EDM, just, just like dipping the toe in. But this without a doubt shows off Matt's pop skills for sure and not only performing pop but really like blending the line of like hyper pop alternative pop and real like um 
just elements of hip-hop. Like, wow. What the fuck? Like, so safe to say the Shining Star vocals is easily the performance and the delivery. Everything was extremely fucking well done with this. Like, really well done. Um, You know, Matt should easily be proud of this just because it's such a... It's an underground classic, and this type of sound really set a standard for a lot of people that are into this kind of sound. And I feel like Matt definitely did this justice, for sure. Especially vocally. So, let's talk about the theme here. Um, Much like I said, very much a Matt Rock-sounding track, if I'm being honest with you. Or, um, Matt Rock's uh, type of art, you know? Like, it, it, it really has, like, this nostalgic kind of, like almost like early 2000s kind of feel right like like high school yearbook you know type of feel which i think is fucking dope and you know you have like the lighter color palette which definitely um to me falls right in line with um matt rocks definitely i mean the overall theme though um a well done remix that's what the overall theme is but i think underneath all that though Remixing a classic like this, like I said, that set a standard for a lot of people is super, super fucking dope. And it really shows Matt's ability to not only like remix and give like their own take on a track like this, but really show off their skill and like what their creative mindset is for like something like this. You know what I mean? Like, because Matt has like plenty of original tracks and like singles that are just really teetering on this kind of sound, but they're, you know, completely originals, not remixes. So a remix is like it, it tells a lot of like not only like your ceiling, but really your skill and like how well you can perform, you know, another body of work. And and I think that's a real testament to um Matt being uh an artist, you know what I mean, and not just a vocalist. That's that's truly an art. So huge shout out to Matt Rocks. Thank you for the submission, homie. Much, much, much motherfucking love. Make sure you follow Matt Rocks on SoundCloud. Matt is very close to one point eight K on SoundCloud. Get it, baby. And make sure you follow Matt's new Twitter at Rockstar. Uh, Matt's five away from ten. Go show Matt some love, man. Matt's way too talented to be fucking making new Twitters and shit like that. But every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And of course, subscribe to the Music Monday's YouTube channel if you haven't already. We are approaching 90 subscribers. We upload two times a week. Full podcast episodes, exclusive segments, uh... Exclusive tracks, a whole lot of good stuff's going on on the channel, man. So go show these artists and go show the channel some love. Let's fucking go, man. Like, I'm I'm glad Matt submitted that because that was something that I caught. And I was like, wait a minute. This is some fucking rare shit, honestly. You giving feedback, dog? Submissions are currently closed, but they uh, open every Tuesday. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at All Music Mondays, my friend. So, um, we've already reviewed nita so um huge shout out to soul golden um but we reviewed that last week so our last audio submission of the night and we'll go to our visuals is none other than blood cat and much like matt and so many other talented artists on the music Mondays community like literally every artist is so talented on our show but um blood cat definitely is another genre blender in an artist with a very very high ceiling but this week blood cat submitted Funnel cake. Funnel cake. And the art is just... The art, man, is just really something else. Like, this art is... 
talk about three things. Talk about the instrumental, talk about vocals, talk about the overall theme of Funnel Cake. I love the title. Um, so instrumentally, I love this choice from Bloodcat. Bloodcat picks some of the most difficult, rarest blends of instrumentals I think I've seen on the show. Um, just because they're not your conventional, like, just banger, right? Like, there are beats that bang and are super, super nice, and then there are beats that are, like, very difficult to hop on sometimes, or sometimes figure out flows, or some people just don't like those certain styles. I feel like Bloodcat doesn't really shy away from any type of instrumental, so I feel like this choice was really well done. And on top of that, the mix, A fucking one. Um, it knocks very, very hard, but nothing's clashing to overbearing. Vocals sit very nice on this, so I feel like this instrumental is excellent for this track. Fucking excellent. Now, vocals. Um, you have a really good standard Bloodcat mix. Um, this is like one of the first kind of mixing styles we've heard from Bloodcat since day one, right? Like, ever since they first submitted to the show. This is the type of mix that we've really just gotten used to, and I love that. You know what I mean? It's a standard Bloodcat sound. It sounds very crisp. The vocal mix is well done, but Shining Stars here, without a doubt, have to be flows and cadence, and just behind that, probably a second Shining Star, is um, the lyrics, the writing, and the delivery. Like, both of those are very, very just refined, mature, and overall well done, you know what I mean? Like, Bloodcat has, has really matured and, and just really almost refined their sound into, in, in you know, something that's very enjoyable. Not that it ever wasn't before, but I feel like the progression for, like, where it was to where it is now, it's like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, progress is awesome to see, and I love that about this. Like, I fucking love that. Because I say it each week, and I don't know how they keep getting fucking better. Like, I don't know how. I don't know fucking how. But a Funnel Cake is definitely back to the roots of Bloodcat, is my point. Um, right back to the roots. Right back to um, where we first started. But such a very refined, um, well-polished style. 100%. Like I said, Shining Star for me. Definitely um, flow and cadence and these lyrics are well done but then again you know a blood cat writes a lot of really really dope bars you could pick any blood cat track and you'd be like wow this writing is a one so yeah this is another one of those for me where funnel cake definitely brought out a lot of the writing skills for blood cat you know depending on what blood cat wants to make though because we've heard you know distorted alternative you know we, we've heard a lot of blood cat styles but this is just what blood cat was feeling on this track so i think it's well done now let's talk about the theme here. Um, cover is absolutely without a doubt A1. Um, I love Bloodcat's art style recently. Bloodcat's been sharing a lot of um, art pieces in the Music Money's Discord. And really like every track for like the last month has had some wonderful kind of cat theme going on here. So I feel like Bloodcat's just been fucking killing it lately. Especially in the art direction wise. So this cover... In specific, definitely hits the nail on the head for, like, the cool factor that this track brings, without a doubt. So, a Funnel Cake itself, right, the overall theme is is very much a fancier kind of Bloodcat um, track in terms of lyrics, um, in terms of coming up and, and really, like, appreciating yourself, and really just writing bars about shit that, like, you're feeling 
in the moment, in that mood, in that period of your life. Easily one of those kinds of tracks where, you know, I'm in the moment, I'm feeling like this, I want to write a song about this. And Funnel Cake definitely is just that. Um, but this is also one of those tracks, though, where you definitely got to listen to it a couple times, you know, throw it in your playlist, let it come on a couple times, you know, and you'll sort of understand the vibe that Blood Cat's trying to give, especially with, like, you know, just just really coming up and, and like, really the definition of staying down till you come up and really, like, like, these punchlines and lyrics that could easily go over your head if um, you don't give it a chance, right? And, and you're not fully invested. So that's what's really dope about this is like on the outside, it has like a very listenable sound for new listeners to bring them in. But at the same time, if you dissect it, you can find the punchlines, you can find the well-done lyrics, you can fucking appreciate the delivery. But Funnel Cake's definitely another one of those uh, Bloodcat tracks that really is the whole package in one, truly. So huge shout out to Bloodcat. Thank you for the submission, homie. Much, much motherfucking love. Make sure you follow Bloodcat on Spotify. And of course... Make sure you follow Sirica Saturn on uh, Twitter. Sirica Saturn is eight followers away from uh, ten. Okay, I show him some love. We'll we'll drop him a follow too. Go get him to uh, ten followers, man. It's seven away. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. And of course, subscribe to the Music Monday's YouTube channel if you haven't already. We're approaching 80 subscribers. Or, well, I mean, we did hit 80, but we're back down at 79, so I'm just going to call it 90. So go help us get to 90 again. Um, we upload two times a week, exclusive segments, full podcast episodes, exclusive tracks, a whole lot of good stuff going down on the channel, man. And even new series as well. We got Ivica. Um, I'm working on a producer series with the staff. We have a lot of good stuff coming on the channel, so go check out the channel if you haven't already, man. So, audio submissions are complete for the night. We are good. Huge shout out to every person and creative that submitted an audio track tonight. That was well... I just, like, you know, from the instrumentals to the genre blending, it's like, holy shit. But, last but not least, we have the homie, No Name Dread. Now... Per usual, Dread, like I always say, is an artist that is, um, you know, has very few words and really lets their sound speak for themselves. And they submitted a visual titled No Name featuring Mac B. Now, Dread, you know, between having, between having a, having a sound that's like so, it's like so, well put together but at the same time it's very very original it's very like especially dreads like later tracks but this is actually a three-year-old visual that uh dread submitted and it's titled no name featuring matt b i'm very interested in this let's let's see what we're about to get here with dread
damn. This is some early dread. Dread might have some of the best visuals we've ever seen on the show. Like, not even a question. Like, just, just not even a fucking question. Like, there was that one that we that we uh, reacted to a couple months ago that reminds me of this. It, it just has this grimy darkness to it. But I love the classic, like, kind of vibe of this visual. So let's break this down here. We're going to talk about four things. We're going to talk about the instrumental, talk about vocals, talk about the overall theme of No Name, and we're going to talk about the visual here. So, um, yeah, this instrumental, um, first off, this mix is really, really well done. I like the 808s a lot. I like how vocals sit for both Mac and Dread. Um, but Shining Star for me, as far as the instrumental goes, absolutely, unequivocally has to motherfucking be uh, melody, for sure. Like the melody is is easily um bringing that almost spooky kind of like alternative vibe for sure um but yeah, the instrumental excellent choice from dread, especially for this kind of like this kind of like um almost like monotone darker style and and like it's so sick it it went really well with this fucking visual, but um the instrumental excellent fucking choice now you know. We do have to keep in mind three three years ago. I mean, twenty nineteen. So, you know, Dread has made a lot of progress. And like, you know, speaking of which, let's just talk about vocals here because the vocal mix was something that is so classic. It's so like insane to hear that compared to like what Dread sounds like now. You know, and and it just shows progress. Dread really, really fucking killed it with the progress. Like Dread really pushed the bar as far as like building off of that almost dark like undertone and i think this track is a great example of where it all started 100 percent um but i think the shining star for me here has got to be the writing um even the flow too i f i really feel like the flow and cadence and like how everything was delivered is a good runner-up um you know and, and really shows like dread's progress like now to be honest with you because it's like oh okay like so he just kept building off of that and just you know like all right so um our writing is excellent, um, but flows and cadence really, really uh, did it here for me. Now, Mac B definitely had some rememberable punchlines as well. 
But as far as like a feature goes, I feel like this was a great feature. And much like um, another track we spoke about tonight, where the feature came in. I, oh yeah, it was Seth. Where the feature came in and really added something and, and almost built off of what Dread left for the track. You know what I mean? So I feel like Mac definitely killed this for sure. Um, and brought something almost uh, a bit more aggressive. Because Dread had this like real dark undertone and then Mac came in like slightly more aggressive and you know had like more of an attitude with it. So I like that a lot. You know what I mean? This is definitely like A1. As far as like a collab goes, right? And I think... Um, I think something here that we can note is the title when we talk about the theme, because the name No Name and then No Name Dread and then No Name Posse, like having this be like a, um, like almost like a self-titled track or, or like just like a kind of like, how did No Name, you know, sound? way back when it was first created you know what i mean like like a lot of that shit's like very cool so the fact that this is called no name i think it's fucking dope for sure definitely brings like the lore side of things 100 percent. but let's talk about the visual right i mean we have this classic probably like 70s maybe early 80s kind of like drug documentary and i feel like it's so well used for a track like this Especially for Dread's like underground sound and like the darkness of No Name Posse and like the track title No Name, I do feel like this is a great visual to like accompany an alternative darker sound like this. You know what I mean? And it keeps it fucking fresh. You know, like nobody's doing shit like this right now. And it really falls in line with like the rest of the shit that Dread was doing uh, for the last visual that we watched. Like one of these now for like a new Dread track would be crazy. Would be absolutely fucking crazy. But this visual is just a, such a good choice, and I would love to see Dread do more of this, 100%. I love this visual. And, like, it's just relatively simple, too, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to, like, grasp onto this concept. You're like, what the fuck? And, and like, just something to keep your eyes glued while you're absorbing the track. And I think that's such a good thing to fucking do. So, huge shout-out to No Name Dread. Make sure you sub to Dread Father on YouTube. Uh, five away from ten, and of course, make sure you follow No Name Dread on Twitter at No Name Dread One. Dread is uh ten away from one eighty or thirty away from two hundred, which is a crazy milestone. So go show Dread some love, man. And of course, every artist featured in today's episode and every episode will be linked in the description of the YouTube re-upload. Make sure you subscribe to the Music Mondays YouTube channel if you haven't already. We upload two times a week, exclusive content, uh, full podcast episodes, exclusive segments. A whole lot of good stuff is going down on the channel. So go show the channel and go show these artists some love. So that does it for tonight's submissions chat. Well fucking done. And huge shout out to everybody that came through, submitted your love. Huge shout out to uh, Thomas, Dread, uh, Cole, Seth, Heavy, Human Resources, Little Caesar, Heretic, Offspring, Troy, uh, TDG, Mark, Matt, Bloodcat, Circus Saturn. Huge shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Um, and huge shout out to chat for hanging out with us all night tonight. Huge shout out to late night crew. Uh, definitely a longer show tonight for sure. Pushed past three hours, but we had a great talk in the beginning of the show, man. Like we had a real great talk at the beginning of the show. So expect a lot of YouTube uploads this week. Expect a whole lot of good stuff coming at you fast on the channel, man. For real. So 
let's chat let's talk about what's coming up in music mondays what's next where are we going well um pretty much everything i described at the beginning of the show we're gonna crank through december and really bring you guys a whole lot of new content um lots of important stuff dropping within the next week so definitely follow us on all socials if you haven't already follow us at all music mondays instagram twitter all that good stuff and if you're interested in submitting for next week's podcast which is episode 99 which is fucking crazy um make sure you follow us on twitter at all music mondays <laughs> um submissions open every tuesday um very much like i said at the start of submissions uh same format same everything you have about a week to submit and then uh submissions close and we go live and we react to everybody's um submissions so feel free to follow us on twitter if you want more information on that this podcast and every podcast is available on our youtube or anchor.fm slash all music mondays if you're interested in spotify apple all that good stuff or the link in all of our bios pretty easy to find our links are everywhere so yeah that about does it for the kid man that about does it for the kid i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you guys are ready for more guest episodes incoming i hope you guys are really really um excited about the feature man because i am very much excited about the feature for sure so submissions open tomorrow submissions open for everything tomorrow um but yeah let's fucking get it chat let's fucking get it so with that said it's been your boy azam slays um this is episode 98 of the music mondays podcast sorry i was reading something man go stream us on all platforms anchor.fm go listen to the old podcast episodes huge shout out to everybody else that came through show love everybody that submitted i'll be tuning out the top three artists of episode 98 in a little while and let's go man shout out to you guys the podcast is forever and i hope you guys like what we have to close out the year so stay tuned follow us on all socials be safe i love you guys take care your boys on slays and i'll see you next week for episode 99